I like the idea that a voice can just go somewhere uninvited, like a dirty thought in a nice clean mind. Jay, this is Real Talk, and today's guest, Elect, thank you so much for being here, man. Thanks for having me, Jay. Really appreciate it. Yes, I got a lot I want to talk to you about, but like everybody who watches already knows, we're going to start with your joint old school so they can see why I wanted you on the show. Perfect. Sounds great. I'm better than I've been, but I got to get where I'm going. It's your president electing. Yes, I'm always steady flowing, steady growing to another level, right to a higher height. Never take for granted that I do it for the higher light. That's why I stay patient, light one up and learn. Cool J's every day get what my soul yearns. Mama said knock it out, but no, I'll never. I'm too clever. If you don't like it, crunk, pull the lever. I'm never falling down. I'm steady getting up. I leveled up so all you haters can just get the fuck out of my way. Don't know what to say. Got so many things up on my plate. That's why I always stay paid. I'm focused on the mission and you know the shit was written and I made the beat I'm ripping. Now that really got you dripping because nothing was given. So I had to fucking make it. I had to up and take you back to the foundation. Everybody want to talk about the old school. Reminiscing like a good plate of soul food. Kangos, gazelles, and truck gold too. Shell toes well known around the globe. Ain't nobody gonna forget about the old school. Not as long as I've been repping with my whole crew. Zulu Nation, we created what you all knew. As hip hop, we can't stop, we so cool. Hip hop is more important than you know. It's my goal to make you see it, cause you gotta grow. Design the flow to reconnect and realign. Chopped it up a little bit so you can see in real time how I move my mind like chess. And yes, I'm living my best life. Guessing my next move will leave you steady vexed. So, what you want from the young professor? I'll make you decipher my nomenclature when I spit a lecture. I'm going on record as the big chief rocket. You'll be clutching your chest. You can't chief with the doctor. I smoke a top shelf. Word to my cousin. Cookies with the lemon cello will get you buzzing. I'm talking a dozen like 12 blacks in the birds. In college, my knowledge, a backpack full of herbs. I run the game like Cyril the grass. Ice cheaper in my blood way before all the gas. Everybody want to talk about the old school. Reminiscing like a good plate of soul food. Kangos, gazelles, and truck gold too. Shell toes well known around the globe. Ain't nobody gonna forget about the old school. Not as long as I've been repping with my whole crew. Zulu Nation, we created what you all knew. As hip hop, we can't stop. We so cool. That's what's up. <laughs> Thanks, man. No, for real, though, you got the old MTV vibe with the video. Mm. I grew up in the 80s and 90s. I'm 44. So I'm like, oh, I'd see the Run DMC. I see, yeah. oh, shit, the old Mighty Ducks jersey, the people. The <laughs> like, I grew up with, when I was real little, you know, growing up in, like, because I'm 44. So real little in the 80s, there was literally B-boys on the corner break dancing with the big boom boxes. And yep. so you got me, man. I was like, I really, you took me through a journey with that, with that joint. Thank you, man. I really appreciate that. That was, that was definitely the intention with the song and the video too, to really try to, because I so I grew up, so I'm 37. So I grew up you know, in the young TV raps era, you know, video music boxes. So I really wanted to, you know, the song was already a tribute to that in itself. So I really wanted the visuals to match up with that. And shout out to my director, Xavier Luciano, 
Um, we really did a great job as far as trying to get that across too. And shout out to B-Boy Misfit also um, able to, you know, lend his skills to the video as well. Yeah. And as a content creator, what they're doing ain't easy and they make it look easy. They make it look so amazing. Like, I don't think people even understand what would go into just the Jersey changes and that, you know, <laughs> that's a lot yeah. of work just in that. So they're amazing at what they're doing. And they did give me that, like, I thought it was going to end. And uh, downtown Julie Brown was going to start talking or something. And I, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, man. So where are you from? So I'm from Philly, uh, based out of Philly. I've been living here the last 11 years. And, you know, this is also the space in which my craft has really started to develop itself. But I was born in the Bronx, uh, raised in Western PA and upstate New York. But yeah, Philly is definitely the place I've lived the longest and uh, definitely feels like home. So do you think Philly like influenced you more or the New York vibe? What do you think with your music? That's a good, that's a good question. I think that because I was, you know, how I was raised, you know, New York definitely has a strong influence in, um, you know, how I present myself musically, but Philly for sure is fully represented in that as well. I mean, just like the the realness, the I mean, every video that we've shot, including old school, we shot in various locations all through Philly, just right, really trying to, you know, give it that authentic, you know, city vibe. Yeah. And you can tell when like dudes are from the East Coast, sometimes to the point where you can be like, I bet he's from like Flatbush or I bet he's from <laughs> this place, just because of the way they come. And that's what I love about the East Coast music is that you can almost feel where and just from the sound and the feel of the music on where they're from. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. East coast was, was big and influenced me for sure. So in Philly, you guys got this blue collar, go to work, hard hat, rough fans, like that <laughs> whole image. You feel that as the city, like, and, and did you feel that when you go into like the studio, like, I'm just going to bring my hard hat, my work, or my lunch pail and go to work? Oh, there's definitely the energy of, you know, bringing your best self and your fullest self to your job and really fully committing to your craft, you know, in this city. I mean, I think that that's the one thing about the city that, uh, you know, definitely translates is the fact that, you know, it's all about people who are working hard to get to where they want to get to. And for me, that definitely was really inspirational with, you know, being an artist and developing my craft. You know, I've been at this for, a very long time now and you know over the last decade or so being out here in philly and being able to connect with so many other creatives that's the other thing about this city it's musical and cultural history especially among black folk is so rich that you know i was able to tap in and connect with so many incredible people and really just you know whether it's just building friendships or also you know really being able to tap into these creative spaces like rec philly is a great example of that um it was just the opportunity was really present to be able to be a part of something big that's happening out here and really supportive of creatives and musicians and artists, no matter what your medium is, uh, that energy is definitely here in Philly. And, you know, you've got to bring, you've got to bring it. You've definitely got to bring it. So before I get on to old school, cause I got some questions, something hit me yeah. though. So a lot on this show and another show powered by overtime hustling called winging it. Mm -hmm. We've been talking a lot about Bel Air. And that's been a big topic. Some love it, some hate it. How does a mm -hmm. guy from Philly feel about the remake of Bel Air? I mean, I think that the the concept of it, the um, 
modernization of that tale and that narrative has definitely had a positive impact as far as you know philly being represented on you know the makes we get like you know folks from philly are all throughout the entertainment industry uh, whether or not people know they're from philly but having something that's you know the, like a narrative and a storyline that is also somewhat represented now granted it's in bel-air and based in bel-air but uh you know the lineage of that story definitely comes from will smith and and his tale of, of you know fresh prince of bel-air um you know back in the day and so i think that it, it, it definitely has given people a, a sense of like, you know, they can, there's, there's some Philly representation, even though it's not filmed in the city, it's not about the city and that. So I think that uh, when it comes to that show specifically, uh, just the fact that you're still kind of re birthing this character in this story uh, is definitely has its impact for sure. So for me, I was totally against it when I heard about it. I was like, no, <laughs> then I yeah. watch it. My wife and I watch it and they got me with like jazz pulling up with dice in the mirror or when will gets to the house they're like what are you doing here and he's like i got one little fight so they kept the corniness of it but they kept it they made it a little grittier we got to see the fight we got to see how it played out i mm. like that they made hillary a strong independent woman instead of like some ditzy dumbass yeah yeah you know, yeah, so, yeah. So i like what they did with it but i was really against it at first i was like i mean yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anything that is so uh, impactful to the culture, whenever it lands, trying to redo that is a tough task. And it has fans, you know, like us being like, I don't know if you should really touch it. And, you know, it really depends on the creatives if they're able to pull that off. And uh, for all intents and purposes, I think the folks who are working on Bel Air definitely did that. All right, man, I'm going to talk to you more about old school. But before we do, I got a quick word from the guys at Overtime Hustling. Take it away, Freezes. Over, 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 overtime hustling. What's good? It's your homie, Freezes Christ. Y'all know the deal. Um, make sure y'all head on over to uh, OvertimeHustling.com where you can catch all the latest merch, all the newest mags, all the media, everything. Know what I mean, and uh, you can also find me on Winging It with the homies Keith G, King Dell, and Payne Gusto. And you can catch me on Turf Tales with the homie SK as well as uh, Backblocks. You know what I mean? And if you got nothing to do on Sundays, even if you do got something to do, make sure you tap in the Overtime Reactions hosted by the homie Cuzzo. And I cannot forget the homie Jay over there at the Yankee and the Brit channel. So make sure y'all go over there and check them out. And hey, check me out, your boy Freezes on that Real Talk with Jay. It was a hell of an interview, yo. Gotta do it again. I keep saying it because I mean it. We gotta do it again. I had a great motherfucking time. But anyway, you know who it is. Freezes H, OTH, Yankee and the Brit, Winging It, Turf Tales, Overtime Reactions, Chronicles Podcast. You know the drill. Cush's Corner. It's a motherfucking movement. So move with it. Or move out the motherfucking way. Simple and plain. Overtime hustling, we hustling overtime. All right, everybody, and make sure you go to OvertimeHustling.com, get the newest magazine. You see my boy SK up there in the magazine cover, but his new single dropped today. Also, Kush Kennedy's uh, over there. You got Grizz, all bunch of music. Go cop the newest merch and get the music. All right, man. So with old school, what made you want to do that? Is it just the, the uh, like throwing homage back to the old school because that's the music you grew up on? Yeah, it's it's definitely that, but it is also a kind of like a bounce back to a lot of people who, whenever they would hear how I rap or my music and everything, be like, oh, like you know, you, you kind of remind me of them old school folks. You kind of remind me of them old school rappers and stuff. And 
you know, some folks, you know, they definitely meant that in, I should say, a lot of folks definitely meant that in a positive way. Like, you know, I haven't heard somebody that reminds me of like a KRS or a Rock Kim or a Chuck D, like throughout the various uh, songs that I've put out. But then other folks, you know, be like, oh, like kind of throw, saying that as a slight. And so for me, I was like, all right, fuck y'all. Like, <laughs> I'm going to make this song and I'm going to put it out there and it's going to be a tribute to the old school. But at the same time, let you know that something that does have that old school vibe can still rock. It can still be dope. So. So I get now that I'm on season two, I get asked sometimes, like, how do you find artists? And there's two ways. Mainly I find artists. One, 21K over at Overtime Hustling sends a lot of people my way. So shout out to Overtime Hustling. Make sure you check out Turf Tales for a lot of new music. Find a lot of new artists. That's every Friday. It's a great time. Um, but otherwise, I'm just down the U- YouTube rabbit hole. And yeah. I, because I love music, I love podcasting, and I love series. Like those, mm-hmm. like sports, you know, those are my hobbies. So I'm always going through the YouTube rabbit hole. And I heard old school and I was like, who the hell is this? And I got to <laughs> talk to this motherfucker right here. Like I, there's some songs catch you right away. Some you got to hear a couple times. Then you're like, oh, that's my shit. I heard that right away. You was in my playlist instantly, and I was listening to it, man. That's awesome. Thank you, man. I really appreciate that. So that that leads me to another song, and I usually don't talk about the song before we get into it, Mm -hmm. but when, just not to get too much because we'll get into it afterwards, when did you come up with the idea for BLM? The idea for BLM came up a few years ago uh, after the uh, murder of Michael Brown. And um, whenever that happened, it was really, uh, really like a pivotal moment. Everybody was, you know, out doing protests, you know, hands up, don't shoot, whether it's from Ferguson all the way across the country and around the globe. And it really inspired me to make a song like BLM and, and write these lyrics. And then as it kept developing, you know, more people kept getting murdered and, and there were more protests and more people making their voices heard. And I'm out there in the streets, you know, protesting with folks too. And it just kept building and growing uh, all the way up until the music video that we ended up creating just last year for it. So, yeah. Well, I can really feel that because I was doing a little bit of sports podcasting when the pandemic started. That's what I was mm-hmm. doing. I ran some sports pages Real talk, though, was invented because of George Floyd and how bad it pissed me off. Wow. I live in Green Bay, but I'm a Minnesota Vikings fan. I know Minneapolis. Like, I've been there, used to have season tickets to the Vikings. And, like, I know a lot of people in that area, and it just pissed me off. And that's – now, this became more to the music, and it evolved into something else. But that is where Mm -hmm. Real Talk started. So I kind of – I feel where you're coming from on how that can push some – Thing, like artistically or whatever but before we yeah. talk more about it let's let everybody hear it because i thought it was deep and i felt it so i think that they'll understand our conversation better if they hear it first absolutely Black 
lives matter. There is no debate. It is escalated to the people versus the state. You better relate to it because you might be next. Color doesn't matter to the one who signs the checks. It's all about the money. It's all about the power. Watching dirty politics, I'm gonna need a shower. Try not to devour the rhetoric that they're feeding you. They're treating you unequal. The people will start to see it too. We're not confused. They're sleeping on our intellect. Thinking we don't understand the levels to their disrespect. That's why I'm hoping you're keeping your eyes woke. Praying on my knees or my downy cause I'm being choked. Tamir Rice, Sean Bell, and Mike Brown. Amadou Diallo were all shot down Freddie Gray, Walter Scott, and John Crawford Even Sandra Bland has died unlawful Rakia Boyd, Eric Garner, and Trayvon Young Mr. Martin was a victim, how are they wrong? Ayanna Jones, John Farrell, and Akai Gurley I see my family, I wonder what the world sees I'm not alone, I'm not the only one who's angry I wanna see some justice, the system wants to hang me Cause I'm a young black threat in America Land of the liberty, home of the dead I just want a chance, I just want to see my 30s I don't want to take another plea from an attorney I just want my people to be free for the first time in this hemisphere since 1493 I keep it 100, the rap Wilt Chamberlain Never gonna lose, I got a vision, I came to win Play this tape again and you'll get everything I'm mentioning My melanin is not a sin, so you better tell a friend Say it loud, I'm black and proud A million people marching, I was there to lead the crowd Justice or else, is it just us and nobody else Who can help us get out of this hell? I don't wanna sell and I don't wanna be sold I don't wanna see a selling so I'm gonna be bold You cannot control me, I might be loud But I'm free to have my voice so I'm gonna move the crowd My sound won't be drowned by no gun, pal Hands up, don't shoot, arms like a touchdown A touch ground international, worldwide Black people everywhere, open up your eyes And I surmise the minds I impact are for the better So don't say that I don't give back I'm running laps around your concept of rap And how many different cultures identify as black, 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 identify as black. Black lives matter. Say it again. 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 Black lives matter. My life matters. Your life matters. Our life matters. And that's deep and i feel it man wow thank you thank you man. i appreciate that <laughs> so in there you have a verse talking about how others feel black mm -hmm. which i wanted to ask you if you could just explain that a little more um 
Well, so there's, there's actually technically just one verse in that whole song, <laughs> and then it goes to the hook. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just it's it's just really about you know whether or not like first of all, if you're black, you know, my hope is that you definitely feel and and connect with you know the song um, as I do. But then at the same time, you know, for anybody who's listening to it, just to recognize that the amount of humanity that has been stripped away. Uh, or has been attempted, I should say, to be stripped away from Black people in this country since the, you know, since before the inception of this country is still, like, still very relevant to how this country functions today. And so people might feel like there's a disconnect between, you know, whether it's, you know, 1619 and those first slave ships that arrived here all the way until, you know, the murder of George Floyd and even what's currently still going on, um, there's so much humanity that there's an opportunity for the rest of, you know, the country and, and the world to really see and recognize and tap into to understand that um, blackness, you know, is considered a race, but it's all there's, it's broader than that. It's a culture, it's a, you know, way of life. It's a, um, you know, beyond just even this country, you know, there's so many black people around the world who are continually oppressed and it's not just an american situation the focus and the inspiration and the visualization that is expressed in the music video and in the song is definitely based on what's going on specifically here in this country but it can be extrapolated and taken to any scenario in any situation around the world and it can still be readily applicable so it's really just you know my hope that people can understand and, and recognize the broadness of blackness and how much global systemic oppression, um, you know, folks like myself and, and many others are still fighting through every day. Yeah. And I'm going to sound like the white guy that I make fun of, but okay, <laughs> I got three black nieces. I got a black nephew. I got black cousins and some of the closest people in the world to me are black there. Sorry. I mm -hmm. just sounded like the white guy. who's was like, I'm not I'm a black friend, but just saying that is because of the way I've watched it affect them. I'm literally working on a documentary right now about how racism plays a part in the creation of the prison system, the creation mm -hmm. of the police force, how it's yes. systemic from the beginning and that it's a rigged game because even the people who want to play it clean, it's never been set up to be played clean. So yep. this is something I've been working on right now. I'm kind of halfway through it. So mm -hmm. I, I, when I heard this song, I was like, I really want to talk to him about this because there's, you see so much stupid arguments about this online and it just blows me away. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's, <laughs> yeah, there's so much depth and nuance to the entire circumstances situation. Um, it's good that everybody is doing really what they can, including folks like you to, to draw attention to the history, the legacy and the impact that, you know, white supremacy has had in such a negative way around the world. I think if people understood that prisons were actually just formed so that they could take slaves and legally make them clear the fields and yeah. you know, pick the cotton. And it's literally what they did. I think yeah. they would understand if they understand that police forces were started to track slaves. No other yeah. reason. They didn't investigate crimes. They didn't do anything like that. And, and so yeah. I don't think people understand, like, this is root cause from the beginning. Yeah. Yep. You're absolutely right about that. You're absolutely right about that. And, you know, if we can't, you know, uproot it from the source and, and kind of, you know, weed these things out, you know, at the root itself, it's going to continue to regrow and repopulate and reinfest. And so, uh, yeah, it's up to everybody to really do their part. So thank you as well.
Well, yeah. And then one of the arguments I get online, right? And then I've came to the perfect response is that, oh, but all lives matter, right? You hear that all the time. And I'm like, you're absolutely right. All lives matter. But when we say something like, we need to save the dolphins, we are not saying fuck the dogs. <laughs> right. We are saying that there is a group of people in this country who are under siege, literally, mm -hmm. and they need the help of everybody else. It's not just because it's Black Lives Matter, fuck everybody else. And that, you know, right. became the most ridiculous argument. Of course, of course, yeah, because any anybody who is on the other side, quote unquote, is definitely going to try to throw up anything to to impede the logic behind you know the black lives matter movement so yeah yeah and that's like i said that song just hit me man like i just felt it the like so when i asked you i wanted you on for old school and then i asked you hey what songs do you want right mm -hmm. yeah. it was about you guys and introducing everybody to you guys or you guys to everybody and you sent those over and i just kind of listened to it like three times in a row going man that was fucking deep Wow, thank you. <laughs> wow, I really appreciate that. Wow, yeah. No, I, I like I felt what you were doing, man. And like in any music, I don't care if you're a blood from the street. If I feel the pain or the like struggle you went through, then mm -hmm. that music sits more with me and I could feel what you were saying in the music. So it just it rang in with me. Wow, thank you. Yeah. Yes, that's, All right, that's the hope. <laughs> well, quick word from Yankee and the Brit, and we'll get back to it. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Jay from Yankee and the Brit telling you to come over and check out our shows. The Yankee and the Brit Sports Talk, Well Beyond the Arc, The Markout Podcast, Flagrant and Foul, Real Talk with Jay, and MMA Underground Weekly at YouTube backslash The Yankee and the Brit. Deuces. All right, to my favorite question I ask every artist I have on the show, I love the process. So do you need the beat first? Do you come up with the song first? Is it <laughs> hit or miss on that? I mean, how does that work? What is your process? That's a, that's a cool question. So when I first started this, you know, and really being intentional about rapping and producing and making my own music, uh, it was the lyrics that came first because, you know, being inspired by so many heavy lyricists like a KRS, a Rakim, a Nas, all those folks, I really wanted to make sure that people understood my message and where I was coming from and what I'm about. And as I've evolved and especially continuing to refine my craft as a producer as well, it's now the music that comes first and the music that makes me think about a certain idea or a theme or a concept to then fully flesh out some lyrics and write about. And so I now use the music to inform my emotions and how it just makes me feel. And then from there, depending on what might be going on in the world or in my life or anything that might be going on, you know, in the city, and I just really want to pull into it and write about, I'll use that as a platform. So yeah, right now, it's the music that informs the message. Yeah, that's awesome. This is what I love about the conversation. I get to meet people, network. I stay in touch with a lot of people. It's awesome. But the process, the artistic process that goes in, because mm -hmm. I am somebody who absolutely loves music, but none of you want me near a mic. So <laughs> I, I just, the process always blows me away and everybody is so different. And right off the bat, just because you were like East Coast, I thought you would just be the dude with a notepad, just 
like that's yeah. <laughs> like method man and like you know what i mean <laughs> and they're just writing yeah yeah and it, and, it, and it very much was like that for me for a while um but then it's honestly been connecting with you know a lot of other musicians and stuff like especially uh with the you know connection and relationship that i end up building with like logic and seeing how he's able to construct and put together his songs and gave me a little bit more freedom as far as putting together my music and feeling like all right like i can let the music inform me and i can just lay down some you know scratch vocals and, and get the rhythm and the, and the flow down and then start to lock in the lyrics and, and how i'm really going to impact people with that and that's that's definitely my method right now all right so i have a fighting battle every time i argue this with people you're from the east coast you're older maybe you'll have my back who's the goat of hip-hop and why is it rock him Wow. <laughs> and I love the wiser. I mean, no, no but talk, who do you like, think the goat is? I always say Rakim and I have to fight my fight every time. <laughs> so Rakim is definitely in the conversation for goat. And yeah, and get catch me in the right day or the right hour and, and he's gonna be my number one. But I would honestly have to say because of the dexterity of flow and the amount of styles that he's come up with and, and has utilized as well as how he ends up creating and processing and, and putting forward songs and then the just the magnitude of the success of those songs um, i would have to say jay-z okay i can handle jay-z like i get jay-z a lot i love freezes shout out oth winging it turf tales but my boy freezes tries to argue little wayne all the time and I'm like, bro, he's not even in my top 20. I love Wayne, but in the greatest <laughs> of all time. But then I have to remind them that I'm 44. I grew up on Black Sheep and Boogie Down Productions and yeah, yeah. Brand Nubius. And, you know, this yeah. is the stuff I grew up on. I was yeah. like, so Rock Kim to me is always going to be the GOAT. I mean, absolutely. I mean, there, there's no Eminem without Rock Kim. There's no, I mean, there's so many, you can just, the list goes on and on and right. on. But I mean, Wayne is also somebody who, can have a very strong claim for that crown as well. Um, I mean, yeah, the, the, his insight, his hilarity in, in, in a lot of his bars and how it's it's very clear that he's kind of allowing that free association to drag, not drag him, but carry him through to the end of the song. And you're kind of just following his train of thought throughout it all and, and are blown away by somebody in the bars. I mean, Wayne is most definitely a contender as well. Well, people think I'm shitting on him when I say that, and I'm not. I love Little Wayne. I just mm -hmm. like, and I have to remember, remind people, okay, we're talking our own best. So this yep. is our list of favorites. <laughs> My top five is going to have MC8. Most people's top five is not going to have MC8 in it. You know what I mean? And that, yeah, and that's a valid, yeah, a lot of people overlook MC8 for sure. But um, I just, it, but it's <laughs> preference, right? Like, Of course, of course. Yep. Because <laughs> I can keep going. M, Biggie, Jay-Z, Nas. Like, yep. So I'm like, it's not a slight on Little Wayne. I just feel like without writing it down, I'm guessing he's around 20. That's just my guess. Yeah. And that and that's considering all the MCs that have ever graced a mic. That's a hell of a class to be in. <laughs> yeah. And like I, people think you're shitting on him, though, when you say something like that. It's like, <laughs> no, I'm really not, though. Like, I love this dude. It's just. Yep. <laughs> So what's next for you, man? What you got moving forward? Awesome. So I actually am working on an EP right now. Uh, it's currently yet to be titled, uh, but it, I got four beats uh, from this producer. Shout out to Bmar uh, from Mechanicsburg, PA. You know, he's an ill producer from Pennsylvania. Reached out to me and sent me some music, and I was 
blown away by it. It definitely is going to have me tapping back into the era in which I really started writing rhymes. You know, it's it, like the beats have a very oh yeah yeah like I'm, yeah. I'm going, like yeah like the beats are definitely they give me kind of like a dip set you know vibe you know like early kanye type vibe like i'm i'm really getting in my bag with this album and i'm, I'm excited for for what i'm gonna put on this project and then uh my next studio album is all of the, the music's constructed and created for that and i'm about halfway done writing that as well so definitely you know folks be on the lookout for that too that might come out sometime early next year uh, but the rest of this year is going to be focused on this new EP with BMAR, getting out some more music videos, getting some shows around Philly and, and any other places. You know, I'm definitely down to, you know, grace your city <laughs> and, you know, really just, you know, continue to get my music and get my name out there. But, yeah, there's a lot, a lot of cool stuff on the horizon for sure. In addition to teaching about the history of hip hop, because uh, I'm a professor at Arcadia University. And so I've also developed a history of hip hop and how it's used in social justice, of course, all around that. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's gonna be launching in a public space beyond just what I'm doing at the university this fall too. So yeah, I'm really excited for a lot of cool stuff on the horizon. Okay, well that brought up another question. So <laughs> what you're doing and it going through like the hip hop and using it with the social justice, is that kind of going along the lines of like, not necessarily the groups, but like, how Rage Against the Machine may have been one of the first groups we've heard about mm-hmm. this kind of stuff. And you're using that in your teaching? I mean, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about everybody and like folks that we've heard of, you know, folk like Rage or like, you know, Public Enemy and, and all these other groups. But then I'm also mainly diving into how the culture started. Like so many people love hip hop and love the music and, and just love everything that the culture brings and have no idea how it actually came about. And I'm not even talking about like Rapper's Delight and you know, the first, I, I mean, I'm going even before that where we're getting into a lot of the gangs in the Bronx and throughout New York that ended up creating that foundation in that space uh, whenever they landed a truce, um, you know, led by Benji Melendez and the Ghetto Brothers created a truce that really opened the doors for people to then start connecting and building relationships and having parties. And in those parties, in those spaces, are all the elements of hip hop culture that continue to be defined in in those areas? And so, yeah, there's there's so much that I mean, I, I have a couple classes at the university level that I, I touch on and talk about the uh, importance of hip hop and its birth and its growth around the world and how many so so many other cultures and people are using it uh, for their own social justice movements. So. Yeah, yeah, Rage is definitely one example, but there, there, there's a lot, there's a whole lot that, that I love to talk and teach about and, and open up people to. Okay, and I know this is putting you on the spot, but maybe sometime I can get you back on Real Talk just to talk about that. Oh, for sure, for sure. We'll definitely have that conversation. Oh, my gosh, you were, like you just don't even get how you made me want to just like go to Philly and take your class. Like, you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and, and so, yeah, the, the new iteration of it uh, for the public will definitely be available online and things like that. So no matter where people are, uh, if they're down to tap in and, and tune in to the lectures, you know, everybody's more than welcome. No, that's amazing. You just blew my mind on the way out the door, even like, man, like, <laughs> like now that's something else I got to find out about. <laughs> Most definitely. Well, before I let you out of here, um, and thank you again for your time. Anybody who's watches the show already knows, but this is your first time. Just because we're saying goodbye, it ain't over, man. We're going to leave you with his joint degrees on the way out the door. But why don't you tell everybody your social media, where they can find you, that kind of thing. 
Absolutely. Everybody can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok at elect217, E-L-L-E-C-T-217. You can go to my website, stephentyson.com, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-T-Y-S-O-N.com. And, you know, just stay on the lookout. You know, follow my music on Spotify, on YouTube. It, it, everything's the same, E-L-L-E-C-T, elect. So uh, on this video on the way out that we're going to play, I see that little clip with Neil deGrasse Tyson on there. Yeah. Yep. 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 That's my uncle. Shout out to Neil. Yeah. I, I saw that on there and I was going to ask, like, is that your uncle? Like, <laughs> we all know him. Like, you know what I mean? He is. Yeah. I forget the dude who was on Nickelodeon back in the day that everybody knew the science. Oh yeah. Keenan. Right? Oh, you know, you mean Bill Nye. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And that other dude that was on there too. But now it's Neil man for all of us. Like yeah, I, sure. everything I know about space is from him. Like <laughs> I watch it anytime I seen he was on Bill Maher. I watch it. So that's amazing too, man. <laughs> yeah. I've, I'm definitely blessed that he's my dad's younger brother and you know, just to have him in my life and, and, you know, just even we were texting earlier today, it's just an absolute blessing to have him in my life. And, you know, I'm, I'm just thankful. Well, with that smile, he's probably as good of a dude in real life as he seems on TV. <laughs> That's for sure. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. I, I like, I was just like thinking about that and I was like, Oh yeah. I almost forgot to ask him about that. Clip. I was like, that's you, my nephew. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> Yep. All right, man. Well, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Jay. I really appreciate it too. And I'm looking forward to talking with you again. Yeah, me too. All right, guys. Stay tuned for Degrees. One world, one love. Deuces. Peace. But I'm almost done, I'm about to be free And I got a queen And got a good teammate, don't fuck him with we I come on the scene And you and your people like, who the fuck he? E-double-L-E C-T, I be, so get to know me I'm getting degrees But I'm almost done, I'm about to be free And I got a queen And got a good teammate, don't fuck him with we I come on the scene And you and your people like, who the fuck he? E-double-L-E CT, I be, so get to know me My people know this is my passion They know I be killing this rap shit But yet I'm the last one the industry picking I'll kick in the door and I'll cash in Born the same day as MJ, Jim Brown, and Huey P I stand on the shoulders of giants I'm dropping at science with peace, love, and unity I live with immunity, help the community I got the key to the city I made it my home and the world is my zone And I'm always gonna stay repping Philly I'm making my way to a milli And no, I do not need a billy Give that to the hood and make it understood That the world don't gotta be so chilly, you feel me? I'm getting degrees, but I'm almost done, I'm about to be free. And I got a queen, and got a good teammate, don't fuck him with we. I come on the scene, and you and your people like, who the fuck he? E-double-L-E, CT, I be, so get to know me. I'm getting degrees, but I'm almost done, I'm about to be free. And I got a queen, and got a good teammate, don't fuck him with we. I come on the scene, and you and your people like, who the fuck he? E-double-L-E, CT, I be, so get to know me. I started this shit to fulfill my desire, I've been through the hatred, I've been through the fire, I've been through the storm and I'm finally free, I know that the world was waiting on me, but I got older, got wise, this one guy got nine lives, I'm too alive, this do or die, evolved so much, you're like, who am I? Flat to fact was a phenomenon, but I left you hungry like Ramadan. I would be delighted to, my nephew, Stephen Tyson Jr., Uh, he's a graduate student. 
I feel like this is a game show. He's a graduate student. <laughs> at- I'm telling my story. You don't need the glory. I'm here for the culture. You don't need to worry. I'm off work. Getting back to rap and don't have to trap for a platinum plat. Let's get familiar and let it fulfill you till we be familiar. Damn. I'm getting degrees, but I'm almost done. I'm about to be free. And I got a queen and got a good teammate. Don't fuck him with we. I come on the scene and you and your people like who the fuck he? E double L E. CT, I be so good to know me. I'm getting degrees, but I'm almost done. I'm about to be free. And I got a queen and got a good teammate. Don't fuck him with we. I come on the scene and you and your people like who the fuck he? E double L E. CT, I be so good to know me. Everything's polluted. The environment, the government, the schools, you name it. This radio person is the whole problem. Are we going to allow this guy to be heard by anyone who can turn a dial? You out there? 